In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Outside the upper room, chaos is brewing. Those who hate Jesus have plotted to kill him, and their plan is just about to unfold. Jesus knows that his time is coming. The end is near. He knows that tonight he will be captured, questioned like a criminal, and killed for crimes he did not commit. He knows that his body will hang by the side of the road on a cross, battered, bruised, and beaten for everyone to see. The disciples' world is just about to fall apart, just about to crumble in grief. But they don't know that yet. To them, this seems like an ordinary night, an ordinary meal with their teacher, their leader, their beloved Lord. But then Jesus does something very strange. He takes a loaf of bread, and when he has given thanks for it, he breaks it and says, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And after supper, Jesus takes a cup of wine and says, Drink this, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. And with these simple words, Jesus fulfills God's ancient promise the promise made manifest in God's covenants with his people. We heard the story of that promise unfold this Lent. It all began with Noah and his ark. It found hope for the future with Abraham and Sarah. It was codified with Moses and the Israelites, and it found its glorious end foreshadowed by the weeping prophet Jeremiah the glorious end of the promise fulfilled in Jesus Christ. The God who loves us, who promised never to destroy the earth with water again, who made us part of his great family, who gave us ten commandments to guide us in our life together, gives us himself, his own body, sheds his own blood so that we might live, live forgiven, live made whole, live with the law of love written on our hearts. The Eucharist is the sign of God's perfect final covenant with us the sign of the promise that God will not forsake us. God will not abandon us to the grave. God will be with us. Break bread. Drink wine. I'll be there.
And this is not an abstract or symbolic promise. Jesus does not claim that he will live on only in our memories, only in wistful yearnings for the past, the good old days by the Sea of Galilee and the Mount of Olives. No, Jesus promises to be with us somehow, really, truly with us in the bread and the wine of the Eucharist. Reach back into the past. Remember this night, this Last Supper, this story handed down to you, and God will join you now in the present, wherever you are. One year, two years, two thousand years later, do this, and I'll be with you. You will not walk alone. But this is just the beginning. Something more, something even greater is happening when we celebrate the Eucharist as Christ commanded. The mystery extends beyond the bread and the wine and reaches into each of us. When we gather together to celebrate the Eucharist, to thank God for this covenant, we are transformed. St. Augustine of Hippo introduces it best. In the fourth century, when St. Augustine administered communion to his people, he did not say, the body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Instead, Placing the sacrament in their hands, he pointed his people toward the mystery with these words. Behold what you are. Become what you receive. Behold what you are. Become what you receive. Behold, you are already the body of Christ and you are becoming the body of Christ. God loves you so much, so intensely, that God makes you part of his own body. Not just once, but over and over again, more and more each and every time you participate in the Eucharist. You are part of God a growing, beloved part of God. And it is a wonderful mystery. We are being transformed, changed in our very nature. We are not part of the body of Christ because we choose to live and work and love together, although that is so important. We are members of the body of Christ because God has changed us and made it so. Tonight, Christ's body waits for his enemies. Christ's body prepares to be broken. And it will lie, cold and still, dead 
in the dark. But just when all hope seems lost, when the world gives up and looks down on us, assumes that our story is over, then the real miracle begins. Then life begins again. Through the Eucharist, we become the resurrected body of Christ. Through the Eucharist, we become bearers of new and impossible life. Through the Eucharist, we participate in God's great good news. The joy of the resurrection is not just a distant memory of a miracle which occurred only on that Easter morning so many years ago. And the hope of the resurrection is not just some distant future ideal, not only something on which we depend when our earthly days are done and we go with joy to meet our Lord on the other side of the grave. Resurrection begins now. It comes forth in all kinds of unlikely places. But you'll be sure to find it each and every time you follow in Christ's footsteps and you give up a little piece of your own life for someone else. When you humble yourself and take the form of a servant and give a little piece of yourself away. Each and every time we lay down our lives for the needy in our midst, for our hurting, grieving neighbor, for generations of the faithful yet to come, we enact resurrection. We bring life where others expect death. And because of the Eucharist, which Christ institutes tonight, we know that life lost and given in love leads to something new, something abundant, something joyful. We see it in Christ's last supper with his disciples. As the meal is coming to a close, after Jesus has shown him then that his body will be broken like this bread, that his blood will pour forth like this wine, he does one more very strange thing. He stands up from the table, strips himself of his garments, giving up every symbol of his station in life, of his status, and becomes a humble servant. And he takes up a towel and washes their feet. And in his action, Christ shows us something important. It is as though he's saying this, I am dying for you. I am giving my life for you so that you will be free to give your life for others. For I have given you an example, says Jesus, that you also should do as I have done to you.
go and do likewise. Go with courage, beloved, emboldened by the promise that God will be with you. Go into the world to be the gifts of God for the people of God. Be the resurrection. Live into your vocation as the body of Christ and find that life abundant waits for you on the other side of loss. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.